Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Rich Straffolino, and these are the tech headlines for the week that was. U.S. FCC Chair Ajit Pai stated that he would recommend approving the $26.5 billion Sprint T-Mobile merger. The statement came after the two companies agreed to spin off Sprint's Boost Mobile prepaid service, as well as a three-year build-out plan for 5G service, with a commitment not to raise prices during construction. Pai said he would prepare an order on the merger in the coming weeks, which would need approval of three of the five FCC commissioners. But the merger still has some hurdles. The U.S. Department of Justice's Antitrust Division has recommended the agency file a lawsuit to prevent the merger. The final decision now lies with Antitrust Division Chief Makan Del Rahim. Sources tell Reuters the decision is expected in about a month. This week saw the fallout of Huawei being named to the U.S. Commerce Department's entity list and prevented from buying U.S. technology without government approval. Bloomberg reports that, according to sources, Intel, Qualcomm, Broadcom, and Xilinx told employees the companies will not supply components to Huawei. Arm also informed its staff it would suspend business with Huawei because its designs contain U.S. origin technology, even though the company is U.K.-based. Huawei can still make existing chips based on designs, but would be prevented from using Arm to develop new ones. Reuters reports that Google stopped supplying hardware, software, and technical service to Huawei, including the ability to install the Google Play Store on new Android devices. Following delays to deploy Huawei 5G handsets by Japanese carriers last week, Vodafone told The Verge it is temporarily pausing pre-orders of the Huawei Mate 20X 5G, meant for Vodafone's forthcoming 5G service, and the UK carrier EE said it will not launch the device on its 5G network until it could assure long-term usability. The United States temporarily eased trade restrictions against Huawei, however, granting the company a license to buy U.S. goods until August 19th, minimizing disruption to customers. In response, the company said it had already been preparing for U.S. action. National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration head Neil Jacobs told the House Subcommittee on the Environment that use of the 24 gigahertz frequency band for 5G service could reduce weather forecast accuracy by up to 30%, roughly as accurate as forecasting was in the 1980s. The issue is that water vapor emits a faint signal at 23.8 gigahertz, and the NOAA estimates 77% data loss from its satellite's passive microwave sounders, reducing the ability to predict hurricanes by as much as two days as an example. Jacobs also warned that other spectrum up for potential auction could have similar impact. Senator Ron Wyden and Maria Cantwell have written letters to the FCC chair Ajit Pai requesting the company stop using the frequency until a solution is found. U.S. District Judge Lucy Koh in San Jose, California, has ruled that Qualcomm's licensing practices strangled competition. Judge Koh ordered Qualcomm to renegotiate licensing agreements at reasonable prices and refrain from threatening to cut off supplies. The judge ordered monitoring to ensure compliance. Qualcomm will seek a quick appeal to the federal appeals court. Software developer Panic unveiled a handheld gaming system called Playmate. The device is just 74 by 76 by 9 millimeters, offering a black and white 2.7 inch display and features two buttons, a D-pad, and a crank on the side as an additional control mechanism. Playmate also includes Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, USB-C, and a headphone jack. Rather than game cartridges, Playmate comes with a season of 12 titles released over time, with new titles unlocked each week. The device will launch with Kranken's Time Travel Adventure. Panic expects the device to ship in early 2020 for $149, with pre-orders available later this year. SpaceX successfully launched and deployed 60 satellites as part of its Starlink project to deliver gigabit internet. This is the first non-test launch in a series that will eventually have 12,000 satellites in low-Earth orbit for worldwide coverage by the mid-2020s. 
The satellites weigh 227 kilograms with multiple high-throughput antennas. They include electric propulsion to help achieve and maintain proper positioning by expelling charged atoms of krypton. OneWeb launched its first six satellites toward a similar service in February, and Amazon plans to launch 3,200 satellites for its Project Kuiper internet service. Google Search, Google Maps, and Google Assistant now support placing food orders directly from third-party services rather than requiring a separate app. Searching for a supported restaurant will now show a Order Online button with payment available through Google Pay if the restaurant supports it. The announcement was not clear if Google Assistant's smart speakers or displays would support this feature. DoorDash, Postmates, Delivery.com, Slice, and ChowNow are supported at launch. Apple announced the 15-inch MacBook Pro will now come with 8-core and 6-core processors that should make it run twice as fast as the previous quad-core models and 40% faster than the previous 6-core models. The 13-inch MacBook Pro with Touch Bar will now come with Intel's 8th-gen quad-core processors. Apple also announced three things regarding its keyboards. A new material in the keyboard mechanism should reduce double-type and prevent other type issues. All butterfly keyboards are now part of the keyboard service program, and it's promising faster repairs for those with problems. Older MacBooks needing repairs may get the new improved material as well. And finally, Best Buy is canceling pre-orders for the Samsung Galaxy Fold because Samsung has not set a new release date. AT&T had put up a June 13th date, but has since taken it down. Samsung was reported to have a fix for the phone and had said in the beginning of May it would have a new release date in the coming weeks. But Samsung also said at the same time it will cancel pre-orders itself on May 31st if customers no longer wish to wait in compliance with U.S. law. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all the headlines as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.